In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. border in history. Biden and the radical left have turned calm into chaos, competence into incompetence, stability into anarchy, prosperity into poverty, and security into catastrophe. And instead of energy independence, you know, we were energy independent a year and a half ago. Instead of energy independence, the U.S. is becoming an absolute beggar for energy. You see what they're doing? He's going to Saudi Arabia to ask for oil. He didn't like Saudi Arabia. I did. I always liked him. But he didn't like him. Now he's going there and he's asking for oil. Please give us energy. How about last week? Thousands of barrels of oil. You know where it's going? To China. And it comes out of the strategic reserves that I built up 75 million barrels of oil we put in there at low, at low numbers, too, when it was nice and low. Right now... So, ladies and gentlemen, that was President Trump from Anchorage, Alaska, this weekend, and what a rally it was. What I want to do is I want to play some excerpts from that, just in case you didn't see it. Yes, there is a different background behind me. That is the great... Manchester, New Hampshire city behind me, and I've never actually used that graphic, so I thought it'd be cool today. I love that graphic. I love New Hampshire. I love Manchester. I love everything about my state, uh, and we're going to make it better. 
and we're going to make it great again. But anyway, I do want to play some excerpts for you from that Trump rally because he was absolutely on fire. I got to tell you this too, folks. That campaign ad with the plane last week, that was just the beginning. I told you it was the beginning of the end for the Democrats and the rhinos with that campaign ad because he wouldn't have put that out unless he was ready to fight. So let's go ahead and let's play some more. Um, some more excerpts from that Trump rally in Anchorage, Alaska, because like I said, he was absolutely on fire. Let's go ahead and play the second clip. Here we go. You could take the five worst presidents in American history and then put them all together, mix them all up, and they would not have done the incredible damage that Joe Biden has done to our country in less than two short years. The contrast between the Trump administration's amazing success and even the other side says we got to hand it. And as you know, last week we had a lot of success in many ways in a place called the Supreme Court. You saw what happened. Ronald Reagan fought and tried to do it and everybody did. But four things came down last week on guns, on religious liberty on the environment and Roe v. Wade. That was a big win. You could take... That was a big win. He said you could take all the five worst presidents in the United States and they still wouldn't do the damage that Joseph, I don't know where the heck I am, Biden, has done to this country. But the great thing about it is if you watch that show, if you watched that rally and you watched it in, in its entirety, then you know that President Trump is gearing up to fix it all re- really quick. Gearing up to fix it all real quick. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you on this beautiful Monday morning, July 11th from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's an honor and a blessing and a privilege to do this show for you every day. I want to give a big shout out to a new listener, a new listener by the name of Gary, who's watching. Also, hold on. I put this in my calendar last week so I wouldn't forget it. Alyssa's birthday today. Today is Alyssa's birthday. And we have to sing happy birthday. So join with me. And wishing Alyssa a happy birthday and anybody else's birthday who's out there as well. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alyssa. Happy birthday to you happy birthday Alyssa I hope it's a great day for you big shout out to Gary a new listener here let's welcome him with open arms I feel we're going to get a lot of new listeners and watchers and viewers on this channel very soon by the grace of God and of course all these other great people coming in for the LFA TV network Mike Crispy and we have one joining us today as well Benny Harmony will be joining us she works with Representative Paul Gosar and busts her butt down in DC to get rid of that swamp so it's a great Great opportunity to have these awesome people with us. Now, I want to share some other videos. Now, if there's any children in the, in the, uh, in the vicinity that you may not want to watch this, uh, any videos of Hunter Biden engaging in any of the illicit uh, 
drug and sexual activities that he consistently filmed himself doing. You know, that's the worst part about Hunter. You know, everybody always asks, you know, where's Hunter? And once in a while he pops up. He pops up here, he pops up there. And then we always got to ask ourselves, Hunter, where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? Well, we know where Hunter is, folks. And this weekend, apparently, 4chan, if you don't know what 4chan is, uh, well, I'm not going to get into the history of 4chan right now, but 4chan apparently hacked uh, cell phone devices and other devices of Hunter Biden's. And I don't know where they're getting this information. I don't know how they're hacking. I don't know if, if they're getting in trouble for it, if they've locked down the people who specifically did it. But it's a lot like anonymous, right? It's a lot like WikiLeaks. It's a lot of people working in a lot of anonymous ways. And the, apparently they hacked more of Hunter Biden's devices. And a video came out this weekend of Hunter Biden, um, again, uh, engaging in his illicit sexual and drug um, uh, activities and 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 filming them. That's the worst part about this, folks. It's the filming them. Like we get it, we get it. You are you're you're a messed up individual. You have drug problems, but the filming it is the crazy part. Anyway, I'm going to show you a video of Hunter Biden. Again, if there's children in the room, you might want to get him out. Arguing with a prostitute, we'll use the pro- politically correct term about the size of the crack rocks on the scale. I'm not kidding you, folks. Here it is. Right off the bat, it's 2.06. 2.07 without the bag. So how long is Play that long? again. 2.0. Yeah, I just weighed out the bag. It's 2.06. Two point zero seven without the bag. So how long is So there we go, folks. They are arguing over the size of the crack, the amount, the weight of the crack on the scale. 2.06. No, it's 2.07. And here's the crazy part about it, folks. Like I said, the filming of it all. Like I never understood the, 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 the need and the necessity to film everything that you did. I mean, look at, the, look at the things that I've shown you and look at the things that I've not shown you. There's a lot of people that know about what's going on. You know what I mean? That, that have seen the things I've seen, but I'm not going to show it on air. But let me just tell you this, folks. Here's the weirdest part. The dysfunction in this family is where you have to go to, to the root of all this evil. The, defun- the dysfunction in Joe Biden. The dysfunction in Joe Biden. The dysfunction in their family, their children, their grandchildren, their sons, their daughters, nieces, nephews. It is a crime network that is out of this world reality TV. I mean, you, could not pr- you couldn't make it up. MTV couldn't put a reality TV show on there called Keeping Up with the Bidens that could be even more damning or more uh, polarizing than what we've seen in real life. Than what we've seen in real life. That is the part of, of the filming that I get to that goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. The filming goes way deeper than just some guy addicted to crack. It goes way deeper than that. And it goes to what I just said, the dysfunction, the illega- the crime, the, the, the criminal activities, the illegalities, the illegitimacy of his entire family. It's sickening and it's gross. Now, I want to play a video for you that was put together by a friend of mine. And it is going to show some more uh, material. It is blurred out, but it's something you might not want your kids to watch. So I'll please ask you, viewer discretion advised again. This is for the adults in the room because we have to show, we have to continue to show as the Democrats flee Joe Biden, we have to show why 
they should flee Joe Biden. And they weren't willing to look at it in 2020. They're willing to look at it now. And so are the independents. And that's why we have to show it. But I want to show you, we talked about the illegitimacy, the illegality, the criminal network, the, the, the dysfunctional uh, way that this family acts. Now I want to show you the hypocrisy. We've, we know that Joseph Poop Your Pants, uh, Captain Corn Pop, is completely, completely clueless and hypocritical. But when this man talks about what people with, busted with crack should endure in the criminal justice system side by side with what his son is doing, it is absolutely ridiculous, and people need to see this. Again, viewer discretion advised for the children in the room. Let's go ahead and play that video now. <clears throat> it does include actions I've long called for that are going to save lives. It funds crisis intervention, including red flag laws. It keeps guns out of the hands of people who are a danger to themselves and to others. I need to clear. There are forfeiture statutes. You can, the government can, take everything you own. Everything from your car to your house, your bank account, not merely what they confiscate in terms of the dollars from the transaction that you've just got caught engaging in. They can take everything. I need to clear. Thank you, voters sent a clear message last night. Both parties have to step up and do something about crime as well as gun violence. I need to clear. If you have a piece of crack cocaine no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar, we passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says if you're caught with that, you go to jail for five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. I need to clear. I don't care why they become a sociopath. We have an obligation to cordon them off from the rest of society. They are in jail. Away from my mother. Okay. Your husband, well, our families. So I don't want to ask what made them do this. They must be taken off the street. I need to clear. How many times have you heard? I bet everybody knows somebody somewhere. Well, let's just, we've had enough of that. Uh, let's, let's end that one. The, the, it's just sick stuff, folks, and that's why I said viewer discretion advised. Like, I, I, everything was blurred out. I get it, but you still see what was there. That's why I wanted no, no children to see that. But America needs to know what's going on with its first family. And if the mainstream media is not going to put it out, repeat the line, end quote, then I will put it out, end quote, repeat the line. Hunter knows about repeating lines, doesn't he? Unbelievable stuff. So you see there, folks, there's a tale of video footage this week that we've seen this weekend. And there was video footage from President Trump that was patriotic, powerful, moving, inspiring, Coming back, taking the country back. You know what I mean? MAGA talk, ultra MAGA uh, rhetoric. And then you have video footage that came out this weekend from the quote first family. And what you see is drug abuse, dysfunction, uh, illegalities, criminal networks, illegitimacy, uh, hypocrisy. More and more and more. You have to tell a tale of two worlds. You're never, look, the mainstream fake news media beats a dead horse into the people that watch it, into their head daily. They pound a narrative into these people's heads daily. 
And if we don't have a counter narrative with truth, with facts, with evidence, with proof, with video footage, with audio, whatever it is, with leaked documents that we're going to talk about today, then there is no other narrative. It's the same thing when you say, hey, if you don't raise your kids, somebody else is going to raise them. If you do not inform the public, then somebody else is going to inform them. And you know who that somebody else is? MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. Are those the organizations out there that you want informing the public, informing the people you work with, informing your friends, family, neighbors, you know what I'm saying? Are those the people that you want informing the public? Or is uh, shows like LFA, Real America's Voice News, and others, people like Benny Harmony, people like Meg Crispy, who are unapologetically out there to put themselves on the line, put themselves at the tip of the spear, no matter what happens, with the full armor of God on, telling the truth of America the way it is to be told. That's the America why I want to see. That's the journalism I want to see. That's the truth I want to hear. That's the proof I want to see. Amen? All right, let's go to the Lord. I did not get to a morning newsletter this morning, and I'm not going to blame that on uh, my wife, but I'm going to say that my wife really wanted to have some coffee with me this morning and enjoy the sunrise, enjoy the the morning, and, and, and give our thanks to God. I never get to do that. I'm always at work before the butt crack of dawn, trying to get things done. And today my wife said, can you just have coffee with me? Husbands out there watching, wives out there watching, when your wife asks you to have coffee with you in the morning because you work so much, are you really going to say no? So thank you uh, for your patience and your understanding. But I had to have coffee with my wife this morning, okay? Uh, let's, get to, um, let's get to the Lord, and let's pray for people like Hunter Biden. Let's pray for the, quote, illegitimate first family. Let's pray that God can touch their hearts in ways that we can't. Let's pray that their Holy Spirit wakes up in ways that we can't wake it up, but God can. July 11th, mighty God, I am thankful that you are able to do immeasurably more than all I ask or imagine. I like to think big when I pray. And he says, come bold. He says, come correct, come bold. You know what I mean? But I know that you always think much bigger. You are continually at work in my life, even when I can see nothing happening. I tend to feel stuck in situations I'd like to change because I can only see the present moment. But you look at the big picture, Lord all the moments of my life, and you are doing far more than I can ever comprehend. Amen. Please help me to stay in communication with you as I go through this day and every day. I want to begin the day in joyful awareness of your presence, bringing you my praises and requests. This time of focusing my attention on you makes it easier to continue talking with you as I go about my activities. I've learned that the longer I wait to start communicating with you, the more effort it takes. So I like to come to you early while the day is young and distractions are few. Sometimes I think I can't spare time for this, but then I remember that I don't do my tasks alone. I work alongside the one who can do more than I could ever ask or imagine. In your glorious name we we pray, amen. And you can go to Ephesians 3.20, Matthew 19.26, Psalm 139.16, and Psalm 5.3 and get where that devotion is taken from. Folks, let him be a part of your morning every morning and your days will change. Patsy Boatwright, thank you so very much for the morning uh, rumble rant. We are in, um, 
always in desperate need uh, of income, and that little bit always helps. Folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer now. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. As I said, we've got a long, busy day today, a lot of news to get through, so much, in fact, I couldn't even fit it in, even in an hour and a half. Plus, we've got Benny Harmony coming. So let's think of the people that need God the most as we pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I can tell you, Oh, thank you, Roxanne. God bless you. Thank you so very much. You are a beautiful and wonderful person. Thank you for parting with hard, hard hard-earned money these days and hard to let go, too, based on what's going on. Uh, Folks, I got to tell you, uh, from experience, putting God in everyday uh, activities and everyday decisions is going to change your life. If you have not done that yet, do so. It is absolutely and utterly amazing. All right, first and foremost, lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the day. How you doing, Shane? My first shout out. Been listening since 2019. My family and I met you in Merle's Inlet at the Journey Church. Yes, sir. God bless you, Shane, and God bless your family. Folks, we've got major, breaking, big, huge, monumental, huge, mountain-sized news to break the show with today. And I could not be more happy. I could not be more excited. I could not be more thankful to God that God works on his time. And this is the beginning of the end for the Shamuary 6th Unselect Committee. This is the beginning of the end for Liz Cheney, Benny Thompsons, Adam Kinzinger, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi's sham investigation into what happened and what really happened in January 6th. And a lot of people will say, well, this doesn't mean, oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. It means the first piece pulled out of the Jenga block and the whole tower is about to come crumbling down. Folks, this is big news. And by the way, if you want links to every piece of proof and evidence that I'm about to lay out to you right now, I have already put those links, so I won't forget, in the Rumble title. So if you're watching on Getter and you want these links, pop over to Rumble real quick, grab these links, put them somewhere so you can get to them after the show or during the show. And by the way, while you're here, give us a Rumble and a share because we really want to share the Rumble feed out more than anything else. What was leaked from within the FBI to Jim and Joe Hoft at the Gateway Pundit this weekend should land... FBI Director Christopher Wray in an impeachment hearing and then an indictment and then criminal charges and it will. I can promise you, as sure as I'm sitting here right now, as sure as President Trump will be coming back one way or another, Christopher Wray will answer for his crimes in the FBI and so will little Eric, uh, uh, excuse me, Merrick Gardenomed Garland. They will end up indicted and they will end up paying for their crimes of high treason against the United States of America because Christopher Wray of the FBI and the January 6th committee and the DOJ all knew and were all involved in the January 6th riot just as we always said they were 
and now we have the proof. And like I said, I put the links in my Rumble feed. You're not going to get away with this one, folks. They all lied. Let's read it right here, straight from the Gateway Pundit. It was leaked to Jim and Joe Hoff this weekend. It says, they all lied, and we have the proof. Highly sensitive. DOJ, January 6th documents leaked to the Gateway Pundit this weekend. The FBI confidential human source infiltrated the Proud Boys, infiltrated the Oath Keepers, ran an FBI operation on January 6th, reported while he was with them on January 6th that every single one of them were innocent. Now, Bad Moon says we already knew this. Yes, we did. But the people that we're trying to get this information to did not. They had no clue of this. Nobody ever knew this, except for we, the people, the patriots, the ultra-MAGA crowd, the America first people, if you, if you will. But folks, they ran the, in, the operation from the inside. And the ones that did infiltrate the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers to kind of, throw, to kind of label them as the terrorists just like they did in Michigan with the failed kidnapping of Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer, they said, these guys are all innocent. But guess what? Guess what? They were prosecuted anyway. They were made to cop out to charges anyway, even though the FBI knew that they were fully innocent. Will this be the end of Christopher Wray? Will this be the end of Merrick Garden Gnome Garland? Will this be the beginning of the end for every single one of them? I think it will. I think it will in different terms than you think it will. But let's get to the story. The FBI and the DOJ continue to viciously politically persecute American citizens and terrorize the public, and now they've been caught. Shame on the McCarthy-like January 6th unselect committee for abusing their power and using groups like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers as fall guys so they can punish their political opposition in Donald J. Trump. This is not the United States that we were promised. Thank you, Tom. God bless you. Their lies are being exposed. Exposed. A whistleblower has leaked a treasure trove of documents and text messages, some marked highly sensitive, to the Gateway Pundit this weekend. These documents contain incredible um, evidence proving that the Department of Justice was aware that a group of indicted Proud Boys were 100% innocent, yet they were prosecuted Anyway, you can find the entire dump of documents in the links that I put in my Rumble um, description of this video. They're in there right now, which includes hundreds of pages of transcripts of audio recorded interviews with an assisting United States attorney, FBI agents, and their confidential human source that infiltrated the groups. The confidential human source, or CHS as I'll refer to it throughout this story, infiltrated the Kansas City Proud Boy group for over a year and a half before the January 6th event and kept the FBI goons informed on the group's activity. Now, the source who is familiar with the FBI informant and has identified him as James Eren, Eren, E-H-R-E-N, James Eren Knowles. That's his full name, James Eren Knowles, K-N-O-W-L-E-S. According to the source, Knowles had gained the group's total trust and was included in all group communications. Now, I have a photo of this guy. Let's, play, let's show it. He, obviously, like Ray Epps, he's kind of, uh, you know, hidden from the public, hidden away from everybody. All right? But, folks, this is God working on God's time, and this is why it's so beautiful and amazing. And, again, all these documents are linked in the description of this video. Now, the informant told his handlers at the FBI that the Kansas City Proud Boy group was infilt- uh, he was infiltrating and accompanied to the Capitol on January 6th, check this out, were, quote, not involved in, nor did they inspire 
the breaking of the barriers at the Capitol building. This is an FBI informant, folks, tweeting back his uh, snitching uh, rhetoric to his FBI handlers in D.C. He's, um, the CHS described the scene as the crowd doing, uh, doing at as excuse me, doing it as a herd mentality. And remember, I told you they were shooting those rubber bullets. They were shooting those smoke grenades into the crowd to incite a herd mentality of people pushing in. And of course, Ray Epps and people like this were all involved. And he says, and the group was not organized. This is the FBI agent. The crowd was shouting, stop the vote as they made their way to the Capitol building. There were never any overt threats of violence made at any time. This is coming from an FBI agent. This is the stuff Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to get out. This is why all of those people that I mentioned, Dirtbag Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, the little action figure, ankle biter, all of them, they all need to quit right now. They need to conclude their investigation literally immediately. They won't. And that's why it's going to turn around and bite them in their own rear end. Not only that, but the informant also testifies to the FBI that Proud Boys planned to come to Washington, D.C., check this out, to risk their own safety to protect average Trump supporters from Antifa attacks so MAGA folk could enjoy the day and, quote, get back to their hotel safely. Meanwhile, the drinking fraternity, along with the ex-military law enforcement group called the Oath Keepers, have become the fall guys, along with President Trump, for the entire phony insurrection. Again, we all knew this. We all knew this. But you guys got to understand what's happening behind the scenes and why we're seeing the left lose so darn much. Every single Kansas City Proud Boy and other individuals that the rat reported to his handlers in the document dump are indicted and facing decades in prison, even though the FBI informant that was with them that day reported their innocence. And one of the men, William Chessman, has been detained at the, G- at the D.C. Gitmo in pretrial detention for over a year and a half to date. A conspiracy, obstruction of an official proceeding and aiding and abetting. This carries a maximum of a 20-year penalty, okay? But folks... The FBI plant made it clear to his bosses that the Proud Boys and their friends had no idea what they were walking into. There was no conspiracy. There was no pre-planning to enter the Capitol building. And the Proud Boys actually helped law enforcement inside the Capitol for anybody that was breaking windows and causing a problem, which was Antifa, BLM, and now we know FBI informants. We all knew this, but the documents leaked from the FBI this weekend to Jim and Joe Hoff Prove it. So, not that anybody's going to listen to me, but I, Jeremy Harrell, live from America, from the live free or die granted state of New Hampshire, and the FBI knows exactly where I live because they came and visited me on the same kind of intimidation tactics. I call on the January, January 6th committee to be disbanded immediately, and I demand public apologies, and when we take over in November, I want indictments and criminal charges. Now, folks, without further ado, I am going to bring on a young lady who I am so very, very proud to know and so very happy we had a meeting last night on Zoom, a whole bunch of us that are going to be involved in LFA TV. And uh, like I said, we are the island of misfit uh, newscasters because nobody uh, wants to put us on their programming because we're too, I don't know, MAGA for them, I guess. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Benny Harmony. Benny, how are you this morning? I'm good, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for uh, for being here. And what a great Zoom meeting last night that was, huh? A group, a, a group of right? wonderful people just out there, and we're all going to come together and, and try to save the country. 
No, it was fantastic. And I'm so, I'm beyond excited. I think that the group we've put together is, couldn't be better. And like you said, it's, you know, it's the misfits that come together, the people that really have things to say that networks don't want to put on because they're scared of what they'll say. Yeah, no, I am a hundred percent with you on that one. And uh, so, let the just for the uh, for introduction's sake, uh, everybody, this is Benny. Benny, this is the live from America audience and family. They are very, very close and loyal. And uh, anybody, anytime we're bringing somebody in like this, like you and Mike and everybody else, um, it's like bringing somebody home to meet the family. So, yeah, would, absolutely. Would you please tell people where you are, what you're doing, who you're helping, what you've been doing the last couple of years? Yeah, of course. So my name is Benny Harmony. Like Jeremy said, um, I have been on Capitol Hill for the past three years, um, working for a couple members of Congress, Paul Gosar, Matt Gates, um, and now I help out with Trump's former national security advisor, uh, runs a government consulting firm. Um, I live in Washington, D.C., so I have been around all this chaos, all the issues that are going on in the country. Um, I'm right in the center of it. So really any questions you guys have, I can most likely answer. I have witnessed the January 6th committee firsthand sitting inside. Um, I, I have a front row seat to it all. And so I want to put my voice to use and help people understand what is going on and how we can, how we can help and how we can change what's happening in our country. That's absolutely amazing. And when, when God kind of brought all of us together in this, it really showed last night, didn't it? When we had our Zoom call and all of us yes. were in. So, folks, last night we had a Zoom call with everybody that's going to be part of LFA TV. And it was like a group of people that all knew each other that were coming back together for like a little reunion. And that showed me last night, okay, God is assembling a team. I, I think that we are going to expose and show the truth like no other network is doing right now. And I love a lot of these networks. I love RSPN. I love RAV. I love all of them. I think they're great. I wouldn't, I don't have a bad thing to say about any of them. However, what we're going to do is so far more aggressive and so much more in tune and in touch with Americans. I think it's really going to make a lot, a, a much bigger difference. What do you think about that? I agree, Jeremy. And like we talked about last night, you know, people get tired of the same thing over and over the same, the same briefings, the same constant issues that are on mainstream that these smaller networks are talking about. Um, and people aren't talking about the things that these people want to hear. They want to hear action. They want to hear how we can, can combat the issues. They want to hear the things that nobody is talking about. Like I told you last night, the issues that are all the way down in the Twitter feed that nobody is speaking about. Those are the issues that we need to be touching on and we need to show and, and tell these people what these things are. You know, you can turn on the news and hear the same thing all day long, touching on the same thing. We get tired of that. You know, that, that's not teaching. That's not helping anybody understand anything. So yeah. I, I 100% agree, and I think we're going to kill this. It's going to be amazing. Well, and you worked with Jack Posobiec for, for quite some time. We talked about that last night. You worked for and with him. And when you're working alongside the likes of Jack Posobiec, people like Steve Bannon and stuff, it, 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 the, the courage – like he says, courage is contagious. It just, it, it, it's such an inspiration. And I want to, I want to go, I want to talk about this real quick with you because Steve Bannon yeah. is now being let off the leash. Steve Bannon yes, he is. is about to be let off the leash. Yes. And what I, and what I mean by that is not that Steve Bannon is ever on a proverbial leash, but he understands and respects president Donald J. Trump so much that he wanted to honor the executive privilege and not go and testify 
uh, to the to the uh, January 6th committee because he knew it yeah. would be a sham. He knew what they would try to do. But then yesterday, all of a sudden, President Trump writes a letter or the day before and says, <laughs> hey, I'm waiving executive privilege. I want you to go in there basically and I want you to do what honey badgers do. Go in there and make them look absolutely foolish. Make them melt like ice cream on a hot day. And Bannon's like, it's on. And he said yes. this. When they indicted him, he said, now you messed up. You indicted the wrong person. Now I'm coming at you like nobody ever has before. And with people like Peter Navarro and Jack Posobiec in his corner helping out and all these strong Republicans that Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell and, and Kevin McCarthy should be, uh, yes. we're, we're about to, Bannon is about to unleash on this January 6th committee, don't you think? Oh, yeah. No, he is. And even working for Jack, you know, I, I saw that stuff firsthand. You know, there's there's no one like the Bannons and the Pasobics, you know, the people that are not scared of doing anything, mm -hmm. the people who will say whatever because they know what they're saying. They truly believe it and they know that their people believe it, too. You know, and, and being with Jack and talking to Bannon and just being in that environment. I mean, Steve is really going to bring the house down with this. I mean, I don't think there anything with what's going on right now. I don't think we could have got a better situation right in front of us. I know. And you know what's weird about that is we would not be in this situation if Trump wouldn't have walked away and let the illegitimacy happen. Had he not, had he fought it, let's say he fought it. And let's say that yeah. he stayed right in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue like he rightfully should be. We would be living great right now. Gas would be cheap. You and I would be talking about something completely different. We would not be talking about the cancer core issues of this country yes. that need to be addressed and that need to be solved. And while I don't like going through this, while I don't like to see the country uh, embarrassed on a, daily, on a daily stage every single day, everywhere this guy goes... It was needed. And now, like you said, we couldn't find ourselves in a better position. Everything that they've done, every trap that they've laid, they've fallen into. Every snare that they put in front of us, they've ran into. And everything is backfiring. Yeah. No, I mean, every single thing that they have done trying to get us, trying to put us in a trap, it has backfired. Yep. You know, look at the White House. Look at what's going on. Look at these people we have in office. They are the jokes. We're not the jokes. Yep. And I really think people are starting to catch on. And these people that are were scared to come out of the closet as conservatives and were scared to speak up because they would lose their jobs, etc. They are finally understanding and coming out because they believe it and they believe they, they're now seeing a poll just came out this morning. 67% of Americans, Democrats, want a different president in office. I know. I know it shows, I you know, know. And, and I don't know how Biden's going to come back for this. You well, know, I was just having a conversation. He's not. I was he's just having a, no, he's not. He's not. They're, they're, they're already talking about, I mean, we knew they were going to replace him for 2024. Yeah. If they even make it to 2024, I see so much happening between November and March of next year that it's going to be a very, we're going to have very different conversations in the next seven yeah. months than we are right now. But the the uh, Democrats are already saying we we can't have him run again. Even if he was, even if he was mentally competent to continue to uh, you know blunder through teleprompters, they don't want him. He's too weak. See, the Democrat Party has become a lot like this new Republican Party. They are yes. very vicious and they want to fight for what they want. They don't want no moderate crap anymore. Same with us on the Republican side, the new Republican Party. We're done with rhinos. We don't want moderacy. We want to come like a freight train. You're seeing two massive. Uh, ag aggressive parties taking out the old Republican Party. The, the, the old Democrat Party is completely gone already. And we're going to meet in the middle. 
And it's going to be a clash that I don't think we've ever seen politically in this country, even even Civil War days. Yeah, no, it's truly, you know, people ask me, you know, well, what's going on in this country? I'm like, a revolution is happening right now. Something is happening right yep. now. I mean, these two party, this two party system will never be the same again because it's not it's not anymore just Republicans and Democrats. It is two different sides of each party. There is four parties now. If you think about it, yeah, you know, you were saying, you know, there's the there's the new left and the new right, but there's also that old right and the old left. Yep, and and I even, you know, this morning I was having a conversation and it's gotten to a point where Joe is a virus, not just to us, but to his own party. They don't want him in. And if Kamala had a chance, she would kick him out. You see her on the sidelines of his speeches, giggling and, and oh, looking yeah. at him like it, it's a joke. Yeah. It is an absolute joke. But here's the thing. If they remove Biden, if Biden goes away, 25th Amendment, whatever you want, if he dies, uh, whatever, um, Kamala would become president. But here's the thing. If the Republicans stand strong, they don't have to confirm a vice president. There could be a vacant seat there waiting for the third in charge, which would be the Speaker of the House. Donald Trump said in Alaska this last weekend, I am going to end Nancy Pelosi's career. We're going to watch her corrupt career come to an end. When you put all that together and you see this happening, I think the chances of that being a possibility are becoming more real every day. Now, everybody looks at me and says, don't talk about Q crap. Everybody that knows me knows I don't go down that rabbit hole of Q. I'm talking about very serious, very possible scenarios. And, all, and Trump doesn't have to run for speaker. He just has to take the speakership. All we have to do is take the House. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We don't even need to take the Senate for crying out loud. Just the House and Trump's speaker. Yeah. And he's third in line. And Kamala's sitting there vice presidentless, wondering where the hell she is, just like her boss is today. Um, I want to get to this next topic real quick. Can I hold you over for a little bit? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I want to speak about these corrupt agencies a little bit more because we were talking about the FBI, the DOJ, all this. And now, Representative Lauren Boebert, they're not leaving people like Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor, and Lauren Boebert alone. They're going to come after them harder than ever because they know that they represent Make America Great Again. So, Lauren Boebert has actually had um, report uh, that people have reported her to the FBI for a tweet that she put out. Now, I want to read you this real quick uh, and, and get your thoughts on this um, because the tweet that she put out said, we need to terminate this presidency, okay? Republican Congressman Lauren Boebert was reported to the FBI Sunday, yesterday, after she posted a simple response to Biden's latest res- uh, speech on her Twitter account. Quote, we need to terminate this presidency, she wrote, adding, end quote, repeat the line. She was mocking Biden, who said presidency instead of pregnancy, last week when referring to a 10-year-old child abortion rights, which was the most odd story to even bring up. Like, you know what I mean? Talk about a normal story, not a 10-year-old being pregnant. But anyway, she said, we need to terminate this pregnancy, end end quote, repeat the line. Social media uh, users reported the tweet to the FBI, the Secret Service, and the DOJ. One user tagged the FBI and the Secret Service and said, quote, this person continues to threaten the life of the president after taking action on January 6th to overthrow a valid election and government. Please take action. Now, Benny, first of all, we, uh, it wasn't a valid election, and we know that because they can't prove it was outside of saying, well, it was certified by Secretary of State. Okay, cool. Prove to us that you won and we'll shut up and go away. Matter of fact, 
prove to us that you won. Prove to us that the true the vote and all that was garbage. And Trump will, will say, I, I won't even run again. But they'll never be able to do that. They won't be able to prove it. So after we see people holding up pictures of Donald Trump's severed head, we see plays where they're stabbing him in front of uh, a New York audience. We see people like Madonna and Johnny Depp say, have you ever thought about assassinating a president? Nothing. But Representative Lauren Boebert tweets something because Joe Biden screwed up what he was saying, and all of a sudden, the, the left is reporting her to the FBI. And the FBI, believe it or not, and the Secret Service are actually investigating it. What do you think about that? Which, that's so funny to me, Jeremy, because, you know, I have worked being in Ghost Star and Gates' office right after January 6th, right after all of that stuff. You should see the things that we have received in the mail that, as an intern, I had to open it is absolutely disgusting. And the fact that they, I, I mean, it's just, it doesn't make sense because how is what she said so bad compared to the other things that these people are doing and that the left is saying about us? You know, on social media every day, I see things that I'm, I say, Oh, if, if we posted that, it oh. would be domestic terrorism. Yeah. If we posted that, we would be, we would be getting reported to the FBI. One of my, um, somebody I know, one of my colleagues, the FBI and Homeland Security showed up at her house because she attended the January 6th rally. Yeah. Not even entered the building, just attended. No. They did the same thing no. to me. Same thing to me. She was just there. Yep. I mean, it is just, it's beyond, you know, and I'm around Secret Service every single day with my boss. You know, the fact that, the fact that they would even, it really, it really makes you, kind of lose belief in these agencies that you thought were supposed to be protecting you. Well, there, well, and good thing that there's good people still in there, like kind of like held hostage, trying to get information out, trying to leak information out, like save us. It's like, I, 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 I picture good FBI agents and good DOJ agents, you know, standing in a corner when you're walking through and they're going, help me. You know what I mean? Like, they're just so afraid. They're like, help me, help me. They can't, they're, they're stuck in an environment. And they're they, there. You know, I know they are there. We just have to find them and they need to find us. You know, they have to want to help. They have to want to get outside of that box, but they're terrified they're going to lose their jobs. They're terrified that they're going to get outed, you know, and yeah. it shouldn't be like that. Politics should not have a place in the FBI. It should well, not have a place in secret service. Well, it, it, well, we, we've got to a point where it needs to be completely overhauled. I, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't say that every person in there is bad, but when the cancer becomes greater than the health, you got to yeah. just start from the bottom up and, and, and redo it. Find the good people if you can. Do whatever you got to do. Keep them there. But just literally stop everything. Put somebody new in. Let them run it while you clear the ranks. And, and that's what I think we need to do. Um, we, it, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, we it, it just, we need to, you know, I, I say to people that, you know, we just need, we need to press the restart button. I mean, we need to clear these agencies out. We need to clear, you know, this, just this whole government almost, you know, there's Democrats and Republicans that are not doing the things that they should and that are turning their backs. You know, we just, we honestly just need this revolution. We need this restart. So I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for it too. I'm hundred percent. One more story I want to keep you for. Um, they, uh, Twitter, I believe is the next MySpace at this point. Twitter is not going, <laughs> Twitter's not going to make it out of this, right? They no. are going to be, I missed that. Remember that, what was that guy's name? Mark, what was his name on uh, Tom on MySpace when he was like this? And he's like, I just want to be your friend. Uh, the guy that created MySpace. Uh, let's get that guy back and let's get rid of people like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. Jack Dorsey and all them. But Elon Musk pulls out the Twitter deal, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then Twitter hires this massive Delaware firm to go after him to force him to buy Twitter now. And then, <laughs> and then he posts a meme that says Elon Musk backs out of the deal because of Twitter bots. Twitter uh, sues Elon Musk, takes him to court. Court <laughs> allows Elon Musk to show all of the Twitter bots. T- Twitter, done. Garbage, gone. Like, they're, every, like they know that they're screwed. They know that yeah. the, the public has left them. They're, they're flocking to places like Getter. Even Democrats are flocking to places like Getter. Uh, Democrats are going to truth to be trolls, but then they find out they get red-pilled over there. Twitter's losing people left and right. I believe that Twitter in two years will be completely gone. It will not be a mainstream form of communication for all of these dirty politicians and fake bots. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I think it's funny because Twitter, they, they don't want to give, you know, at the beginning when Elon, Elon was ready, he was ready to give them billions of dollars to buy Twitter. And they're like, oh no, like let's, we're going to wait on the deal. So, so it's either you want your social media platform to go down the drain or you sell to somebody who, you know, is right wing and somebody who, you know, now would support Donald Trump if he ran again. So they're in this, they're in this in between, what do we do? You know, and I think they're going to choose the latter and they're not they're, they're not going to last long. I no. mean, there's there's no way. Well, it's the same thing with the abortion thing. If they would have just shut their mouth and did what they were supposed to do, Roe v. Wade would have never been to overturned. Thank God. You know what I mean? If they would shut their yeah. mouths and stop trying to fight the Constitution, they wouldn't lose like, I don't know, always. <laughs> and now here we are again. They opened their mouth. They ran their mouth. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. They didn't sell like they should have just sold and shut their mouths and walked away. And now they're going to find themselves criminally in trouble for fraud, for literally for, for um, misrepresenting the value of their company with millions of fake bots. And I wonder, how, I wonder how popular they even are. I wonder how many people are actually on Twitter. I bet it's 50% of what they said it was. And that's, what's, that's where they're at. They're finding themselves, they've backed themselves into a corner. There's no way out but to fight like a, like a rabid rat and they're going to fight themselves right into death. They're over with. Twitter is, this is the beginning of the end for Twitter. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, I think it's really, it's really cool of Elon, though, to basically say, like, I'm done. I, yeah. I've been, said I'm ready to pay for how many months? Yep. You don't want to do it? I'm not even putting up with you anymore. You want your social media platform to go down the drain? Go for it. Because Elon continues to build steam while these, they're just dying. They're dying. Elon could have turned Twitter into something amazing. I like what I like what Trump said about Elon this weekend. He called him a BS artist. He's like, he said he never <laughs> voted for a Republican, but he said he voted for me. So I don't know. He's just another BS artist. <laughs> Long story short, it's really irrelevant. Twitter is irrelevant. And yeah. I'm not really an Elon Musk fan outside of him, his war with Twitter. Um, yeah. he's, yes, he's innovative. Yes, he's a billionaire. Yes, he's the richest man in the world. I get it. But the great thing about this is, is young people, that aren't into politics yet. They look at Elon Musk like Tony Stark. When they see that boss yes. move that he just did, they don't give a damn about Democrat or Republican. They go, I want to take down people like that too. I want to be the richest man in the world. I want to be innovative. And that one move by Elon was a great example of how you take on big tech and beat them. Amen. Hey, Benny, I'm going to let you go. I want to say thank you for making time. I know you're busy. Uh, give a big shout out to, to Representative Gosar for all of us. Tell him we think he's doing a great job. And uh, I can't wait to, uh, to have this LFA TV start and come to fruition. And until then, where can people follow you and follow what you're doing every day? 
Yeah, Jeremy, thanks for having me on. I'm so pumped. And I will tell Congressman Gosar that you guys said thank you for everything. Um, everybody, you guys can find me on Instagram at Benny Ray Harmony. That's B-E-N-I-R-A-E and then Harmony. And Twitter, same thing, Benny Ray Harmony. I'm on basically every platform under that. So feel free to follow me. I'm constantly posting, trying to stay up to date with everything that's going on. So I cannot wait to talk to you guys all. And Jeremy, again, thank you so much for having me. And what's the name of your show going to be on LFA TV? The Bottom Line with Benny Harmony, guys. Stay tuned. The Bottom Line. Woo! All right. (laughs) Thank you, dear. Have a great day. God bless you. And we'll talk soon. You too, Jeremy. God bless. See you later. You see, folks, you see the, you see the team that this LFA family is building? We're not messing around. We're not messing around. We're building a team that will not be stopped. We're building a team that is not afraid, no matter what happens. And you want to know why? It's because of the support and the love and the loyalty of all of you. And these guys have been watching you. These guys have been watching you. They've been in the chats. They've been watching what you say. I told them, in order to do this with me, you need to love my family, and my family needs to love you. And so we're holding these little tryouts, and I think everybody's passing with flying colors. Amen? Please let us know what you think about that in the comment section, and let's move on to the next story. We're talking about vetting people. We're talking about uh, tryouts. We're talking about uh, resumes, right? Well, Why do we vet people, folks? Especially in this Republican Party today. Why is it so important to vet people? I can tell you why. Because if you don't, you end up feeding the rhinos until they become so large and in charge that you can't stop them. That you cannot stop them. However, we've got members like Dirtbag Liz Cheney, We've got Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, Adam Kinzinger. The list goes on and on and on. And rhinos just lie and lie and lie so they can get elected and then they can vote with Democrats. But do you know what doesn't lie? Numbers. Numbers don't lie unless you're doing common core math in California. Numbers don't lie. And the great thing about numbers not lying, folks, is I don't know if you recall, but back in May, I did a story for you. And it was about Liz Cheney getting more donations from the swamp, the Democrats and the uniparty rhinos, than she was getting from Wyoming. If you remember that, let us let me know in the comment section. But uh, it was a great story. And it was uh, it was really starting to uh, put a magnifying glass on Liz Cheney. And then, as you know, about. A month later, she asked Democrats to go vote in Republican primaries in Wyoming to ensure that she would stay in as a Republican so she could continue to convict Donald Trump. Uh, Yeah, okay, whatever, funny. But anyway, folks, we now have some numbers. I love the numbers part. I love the numbers part, especially as a former salesman. I love the numbers. So let's get into the numbers of who donated to dirtbag yellow teletubby miss piggy liz cheney and where her money's coming from because i guarantee you folks it isn't who you think nope it's coming from obama and hillary donors obama and hillary donors are funding the yellow teletubby miss cheney's of uh effort to remain a republican in the state of uh, wyoming why because she's a warmonger's daughter she's an elite she's got her thumb pressed firmly on dc And she is running things, well, at least in her own head. But that was the old Republican Party. This is the new Republican Party. And she's not really doing so hot, to be honest with you. Even though she's gaining all this, or uh, getting all this money from Obama and Hillary donors. 
Um, Cassandra Fairbanks reported that a majority of Liz Cheney's donations came from out of state. We already knew that. The Wyoming primary is actually on my birthday, August 16th. Cheney may have raised millions, but guess what? Only 202,000. Like literally 5% of her total donations came from donors in Wyoming. People of Wyoming cannot stand this rhino. They want her gone and they want her gone now. Challenger, Harriet Hegman, who Trump has endorsed, has raised $745,382. And guess what? Over 80% of it came from within the state of Wyoming. Texas tops the list with donors from that state contributing 556000 a half a million, almost the amount that Harriet Hagman has raised coming out of Texas alone to Cheney's campaign. California, uh, citizens of California, is the second highest with state's donor, uh, donor contributions of 541000 so another half a million. Cheney has raised 466000 from Virginia donors, 450000 from Florida donors, 408,000 from New Yorkers and 215,000 from Connecticut. Donors from each of those states have contributed significantly more uh, for Cheney's 2022 re-election bid than they did for the 2020 election. And that was reported by Open Secrets. The report adds, last election cycle. Now check these numbers out. These are going to blow your mind. Check this out. Last election cycle, Wyoming donors gave Cheney, $276,000. More money than any other state. What did I just say? That the quarter of a million that she got from Wyoming donors was more than any other state. But yet you look at her 2022 donations, she's way far behind when it comes to Republican opinion, but yet she's, she's um, raking in twice that amount by multiple states. Odd, right? Isn't that weird? Cheney raised 202000 from donors in Wyoming, placing the state in seventh place. But it's actually worse than that. Cheney is being funded by her primary election, in her primary election by Obama and Hillary donors. And that was reported by Breitbart. Many of the Democrats' uh, political elites are funding Liz Cheney and her re-election bid in Wyoming um, in her Republican primary against Harriet Hagman. While polling shows Hagman has taken a huge, a huge lead with the primary just around the corner in August, the American donor class has taken notice of, of Cheney's shrinking chances of retaining her seat on August 16th, fearing Cheney may lose through a series of political miscalculations. Establishment donors are coming out of the woodwork to protect one of their own. But guess what, folks? It's not making a dent. It's not making a dent in the poll numbers. These Democrats are throwing millions and billions of dollars to uh, campaign, uh, you know, Republicans and Democrats, and it's not making a dent because the poll numbers are showing that the Republicans, or excuse me, the Trump-endorsed Republicans, are leaving her in the dust, literally leaving her in the dust. So for all those Democrats out there in all those states and all those rhinos out there donating millions and millions and millions of dollars of their money to try to keep Liz Cheney, each and every one of you are so dumb because you're about to lose big and that's why you can't beat God. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. 
Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Liz Cheney and all those people donating millions and millions of dollars. Hey, I don't know. How about help homeless people get off the street with those millions? How about, I don't know, send your millions to Ukraine instead of our millions? No, 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 no. They got to protect their elite buddies. And that is why Liz Cheney remains raking in 10 times more money than her opponent. Uh, folks, I want to go ahead right now and say hello and give shout out to our sponsor this month, Gold Co. Again, folks, I'm not going to tell you like every other show, get your gold and silver bars now. I'm saying this, diversify. That's a, that's a term that everybody uses when they're talking about investments. Diversify. That means put some of your money in actual metals. Put some of your money in real estate if you got it like that. Most of us don't, but some people do. Some people that are watching the show have it like that. Put your money in places that it's not going to continue to depreciate and that it's not going to be sent over to Ukraine to help Vladimir Zelensky literally consolidate all of the news stations that he's done over there under one TV, uh, 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 government-controlled TV-sponsored network because that's exactly what he did with all the billions we're sending him. Don't allow Joe Biden and those uh, politicians to take more of your money, invest some of it in gold, invest some of it in silver and palladium, invest some in real estate, and just call 855-559-3433 or go to goldco.com and start going back to basics and securing your own life. Stop worrying and letting the government do it for you. All right. Moving on, folks, I want to tell you... um, the Associated Press, I talk about them all the time. The Associated Press had a big hand in getting rid of Here We Go, which was my Facebook page. The Associated Press had a major hand in getting Jeremy Harrell banned from literally every platform, and thank the good Lord they did. But the Associated Press did something really bad this week, and they made themselves look like absolute fools, not that they don't any other day, by fact-checking a meme that was put out for a joke. The meme was put out for a joke. Everybody knew it was a joke. This is like fact-checking Babylon B or The Onion. You have to be that stupid. But <laughs> that's never stopped the Associated Press before. The Associated Press literally fact-checked a meme this weekend that was joking about Shinzo Ab- um, Abe Abe. I don't know how to really say his last name, but the former prime minister of J- uh, Japan about his... Uh, his death and how Hillary Clinton might have had information that could have uh, led to the death of, uh, of, of, of Shinzo Abe from Japan. Now, everybody knows that's a joke. Everybody says, oh, did they get Hillaryed? You know what I mean? It's a joke, kind of. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. So when you have people like Instagram, Associated Press, Facebook, and all these other places fact-checking clear jokes, you know that they are desperate. And you can smell the desperation coming off of each and every tweet and each and every um, fact check that they put on a label. But the Associated Press ran a fact check of a meme joking about Shinzo Abe having information that could lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. They literally suspended and took down everybody that was sharing this meme and they got absolutely blasted for it. Almost like we are now the ones with the laser pointers like Trump has always been with the mainstream media, and now we're the ones with the laser pointers. They're the cats, and each one, of this are, each one of us are making them run in circles while we expose all the real stuff. It's absolutely amazing to watch. And I titled the shows today, basically, The Left is Crumbling. The left is crumbling. They're falling into, falling into their own traps. Everything they're doing is backfiring. They're walking into their own snares. They're making themselves look so stupid and so desperate that the everyday average American is now on to their tricks and they're not falling for it anymore. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to see. So shame on you 
um, Associated Press for fact-checking and suspending everybody, even though we knew you were going to do it. You took the bait. And for all those people out there that are making those memes purposely in order to get them to take the bait, I'd like to give you the Smarty Award of the Day. Party Award of the Day goes to you Republicans out there, you conservative, you content creators that are making the Associated Press and all these fact-checking losers, Snopes and the rest, look like absolute fools by mocking them with things that we know they are going to fact-check. Oh, it's such a beautiful thing. Such a beautiful thing. What's not a beautiful thing, though, is the White House and members of Trump's cabinet, like Mean Jean, Corrine Pierre, and uh, Pedo Pete Booty Booty Judge, excuse me, Um, saying it's okay to harass Supreme Court justices. Now, there is a law against this. There's a law against harassing Supreme Court justices or any judge. There's a law against being violent against them. And their rhetoric has allowed people to literally scream for banning guns while they bring guns to kill Justice Kavanaugh. Now, this weekend, Justice Kavanaugh, last week, end of last week, he had to be rushed out of a restaurant that he was in because there's literally Antifa and left-wing groups out there paying money For any information where Supreme Court justices, conservative Supreme Court justices are out in public, anywhere that they're out in public, Antifa and left-wing operatives are out there giving money for that information. Why? So they can hunt them down and harass them. And last week, when Mean Jean Kareen was asked this, this was after my show, after they, she was asked this by Peter Ducey, Peter Ducey and the rest of the reporters were like, are you serious? Are you seriously setting the precedent that is okay to harass Supreme Court justices, check this out. Uh, people should be allowed to be to be able to do that in a restaurant. If it's outside of a restaurant, if it's peaceful, for sure. Really? Peaceful protest. Where you were, your first question so to me just, was so, intimidation. So these justices, because protesters do not agree with an opinion that they signed on to, have no right to privacy. Is what you're but saying? But Peter, this is this is. People have the right to, this is what a democracy is. People, people have, have the right, right to privacy? Of course people have a right to privacy, but people also have a right uh, to be able to protest peacefully. Is that Peacefully, safe? it's the, the intimidation and the violence that we condemn. Is, is- and I want to, somebody just uh, pronounced, uh, corrected me, it's Abe, Shinzo Abe. Thank you very much, I appreciate that. Um, so there you go. They're setting the precedent that it is okay to get in the face and harass Supreme Court justices. Good to know. Good to know. Because if it's okay to do that to a Supreme Court justice over something that they ruled on, that they ruled on, then how much less of a priority, or excuse me, how much less uh, does a congressman count? Does a senator count? What about the very narrative that you're saying you are trying, the January 6th people tried to stop the peaceful transfer of power and they tried to stop the legal, legal uh, counting of the electoral college votes. How is that any different from going out there uh, trying to kill a Supreme Court justice, harassing a Supreme Court justice over their legal right to rule on a case? Oh, but uh, trans... Portation secretary, emphasized the word trans, Pete Buttigieg, was asked about this on Fox News. And watch what this loser said about it. We'll remember this too, you little dork. 
Let's go to a red-hot issue here in Washington. Your husband tweeted after uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh left a Washington restaurant due to protesters. The tweet reads, sounds like he just wanted some privacy to make his own dining decisions. Is that appropriate, sir? Look, when uh, public officials go into public life, we, we should expect two things. One, uh, you should always be free from violence, harassment, and intimidation. And two, you're never going to be free from criticism or peaceful protest, people exercising their First Amendment rights. Okay. And that's what happened in this case. Remember, the justice never even came into contact with these protesters, uh, reportedly didn't see or hear them. And these protesters are upset because a right, an important right, that the majority of it's Americans right. support was taken away. It's not and a right. Not only the right to choose, by the way, but, the, but this justice was part of the process of stripping away the right to privacy. As long <laughs> as I've been alive, settled but. case law in the United States has been that the Constitution protected a right to privacy. And that has now been thrown out the window by justices, including Justice Kavanaugh, who, as I recall, swore up and down in front of God and everyone, including the United States Congress, that they were going to leave settled case law alone. So, yes, people are upset. They're going to exercise their First okay. Amendment rights. Good to know. As long as that's peaceful, that's protected. Compare that, for example, to the reality that as a country right now, we're reckoning with the fact that a mob summoned by the former president ah, well, let me follow ah, ah, the United States Capitol for the purpose of overthrowing the election and very nearly succeeded in preventing the peaceful transfer of power. Yeah. But I think common sense can tell the difference. But as a high-profile public figure, sir, are you comfortable with protesters protesting when you and your husband go to dinner at a restaurant? Protesting peacefully outside in a public space? Sure. Look, I can't even tell you the number of spaces, venues, and scenarios where I've been protested. And in the bottom. Good to know, loser. Good to know. You see how he tried to flip the script all of a sudden to Trump? See that? By the way, uh, two things here. One, yes, I said Trump's cabinet meant Biden's cabinet. My fault. Just misspoke there. Number two, if you have Roku already, just go to LFA. There's a space in between. TV, we're already there. So download, the, uh, download it now, and you can watch shows uh, reoccurring over and over again, including stuff from Ben Berkwam at the, at the border as well. So there you go, folks. There you have it. You can do it. You can do it. You can get in their face. You can do whatever you want, apparently. You can do whatever you want. Pete Booty Plug says it's okay. So I guess go ahead and do it. He rides a bike with no seat, so I guess it's okay. Morons. Anyway, a couple more stories here real quick, and I'm sorry to hold you over, but it is what it is. There was a lot of stuff to get through today. Do you remember True the Vote told you that they were getting all of their information for location services through apps? And the federal government told you that that's not true, that that can't happen, and they tried to flip the script and tell you that you could not triangulate using cell phone towers. And True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips came back and they said, that's not how we're doing it there, numbnuts. We're doing it a completely different way. We're doing it through apps, just like you would do on Uber, just like you would do on Lyft, just like you do on Snapchat. Everybody knows where everybody is. It's not 2009. We get it. We know how it works. Federal government said, that's not how it works. That's not the way it works. You can't do it. So guess what the federal government started doing immediately? The Biden regime and the feds are now buying cell phone location data on millions of Americans, Trump supporters, through private uh, brokers, the same exact type of data that was used in the 2000 Mules investigation. Big Brother just got a little bit bigger. With the help of corporate America, folks, a new bombshell report 
by EFF, the Electronic Freedom Foundation, has blown the lid off of a vast secretive partnership between private companies and the federal government to surveil and track the movements of millions of Trump supporter um, Americans. According to the EFF, the Biden regime's alphabet agencies, including ICE, the FBI, the Secret Service, and the DO, and the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Defense, as well as state and local law enforcements now, are being funneled hordes of private cell phone location data by private brokers who harvest the information. And this is the same exact tactic used by Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht and True the Vote, shout out Heather Mullins as well, used for the investigation into the mail-in ballot Dropbox fraud during the 2020 election. So by the mere purchase of this data, they have to acknowledge that it's true or you wouldn't be buying it. They wouldn't be spending our hard-earned money on their bullcrap if they didn't need to use it to crush their political opposition. So just by the mere purchase of all of this information, which, by the way, we should be protesting and screaming to the sky, you are not a private entity, you are not a private broker, you are the United States federal government who works for us, Shut your, uh, know your role and shut your mouth, we should be screaming at the top of our lungs, but we should also be fully aware that this is happening. And by the mere purchase of this data, they are basically admitting that everything that True the Vote did was valid, Everything that True the Vote did was real, and all of the information that True the Vote got out was actually uh, was true and proof that they stole the election. So we'll keep that in mind as we move forward. Now, to end the show, I wanted to end with something strong today, and that's Ron DeSantis. You can never go wrong when you are highlighting Mr. Ron DeSantis. But last week, I showed you a campaign video that was put out by loser Governor Gaslight, Governor Gavin, uh, Gavin Newsom in California. It was a campaign video where he was basically going at the throat of Florida. And he was saying, here in California, we believe in free speech and we believe in everybody should be gay and you should all be able to sodomize everybody and rape kids, basically, was his campaign slogan. But you get, what I'm, get my picture. He was saying, leave Florida and come back to California. So Governor Ron DeSantis was actually asked about this Friday afternoon. It was the, the greatest video I saw that day. I could not wait until Monday to show it to you in case you haven't seen it. But his reaction when a reporter said, do you have any response on the campaign ad that Governor Gavin Newsom in California put out? Woo! Governor Ron DeSantis did not disappoint. Check this out. What a stud. He laughs. Well, look, I'm just like this. Everyone wants to talk about me in Florida. I mean, like, I'm just sitting here, little old me, doing my job. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can just tell you this. Uh, I was born and raised in this state, and until the last few years, I rarely, if ever, saw a California license plate in the state of Florida. <laughs> you now see a lot of them. I can tell you, if you go to California, you ain't seeing very many Florida license plates. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Come on, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, he puts a smile on my face. What a young, inspiring, courageous, armor-of-God-wearing fighter. Ron DeSantis is, and I think, ladies and gentlemen, 
you might actually see a DeSantis Trump ticket. As much as I've kind of been back and forth, what I've been seeing, the way they've been, uh, the way they've been complimenting each other lately. Look, it is a dream ticket that I would love to see. It is a dream ticket that I would absolutely love to see. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. But do not forget, we have major, major new items on the JeremyHarrell.com store. Tank tops, we the people tank tops, flag tank tops, freedom tank tops for women. She is fearless. Uh, Psalm uh, verse t- uh, tank top for girls and uh, in multiple colors. We have the new We the People tank top here. And of course, we have the new autographed Armor of God CD, the single autographed by myself and Dave Bray USA. Check them out today. And also don't forget mypillow.com slash LFA. A lot of new items there too. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you for the donations today. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Thank you for being here. Thank you for opening your heart and your minds and your souls up to our uh, our new Live from America show host. They're great people, and I cannot wait for them to be here with you every day. So remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. It's Monday. Keep your shoulders back. Keep that chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. For more Life from America, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And keep spreading that gospel. I love you guys. God bless you. Peace. Something that we want